it is it is the marathon well, it's really like the sprint at the end mm-hmm. of the marathon, really, yeah. to that finish line of the school year. Yeah. But then we also, you know, like liturgically, we have like all the baptisms and first oh, communions right. and all the weddings that we're waiting until after Lent yeah. and the graduations and the baccalaureate masses, baby oh showers, summer it's vacations. Crazy. And, you know, uh, on top of all that, mm-hmm. we get to celebrate Mary. Yeah. Yes. But like, I feel like that's appropriate. It is. Like, she got all that. She's our mom. She loves this stuff. Right. And you're <laughs> telling me, like, Jesus wasn't running around doing all kinds of stuff, all kinds of places. And she was like, where are you now? Like, sure. what do we need to do? <laughs> Alleluia. Alleluia. And welcome to Beyond Sunday, a podcast for parents like us who are striving to weave that Sunday and Easter season experience into the everyday moments of our week. I'm your co-host, Nicole Joyce. And I'm your other co-host, Rocky McCormick. Pull up a chair, light a candle, do something that brings you joy, but take a break and come join us as we talk, laugh, and let's hope we don't cry because it's Easter about our experiences raising Catholic families and discovering God within our everyday lives. Good morning, Nicole. Good morning. How are you? It's May. It is May. All I can think is Justin Timberlake. I'm sorry. <gasps> you read my mind. I almost started singing. I know. I'm refraining from singing on this podcast as I much like as I can, but I feel like every time there's something. I know. It's getting harder. It really is. Every time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And now I have boy bands running through my head, so this should be a fun episode. I have lots of thoughts about boy bands recently because my 13-year-old is in High School Musical. Oh. And we took him shopping for his costume last week. Which isn't really a boy band, but it's very boy band-ish. Yes, because he needs, you know, that early 2000s look. Right. So he oh, got I mean, like Is that the, like frosted tips? Not yet. Yes. It, it is. Okay. Yes. Okay. Frosted tips, like... The t-shirt mm-hmm. with like the dress shirt over, over it and the baggier jeans. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And he, he put the whole thing on and my husband was like, yeah, we need to get you some frosted tips and then teach you all the dance moves to oh, bye, yeah. bye, bye, bye. <laughs> <laughs> was that the one where they were the mannequins or like the marionettes too? Or yes. That, same, yeah. same, same album. Video. Oh, yes, same album. Same album. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So huh. it's May. Yeah. It's Justin Timberlake's month. It is. But it is also. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe not just his month. No. No. It is also the month of Mary. It is. So I thought for today we would do maybe a little kind of trivia related to Mary, the Blessed Mother. And I am going to name some different Marian apparitions and devotions. Okay. And maybe you can tell me where they happened or where they originated. Okay. You want to try it out? Sure. I'm not going to do well. I'm going to be like <laughs> Earth. <laughs> it happened on the Western Hemisphere of the Earth. You know, you might actually get some of those wrong if you say Western <laughs> I know, <hemisphere>. right? <laughs> I know. Like, wait, where does Western Hemisphere start? <laughs> Let's name quadrants. No. <laughs> Latitude, longitude, or just like general vicinity. Yeah, yes. Let, let's try for country cool. or maybe continent. Oh, I can do continent. There. I might be able to okay. do continent. Okay, bonus points for country. Okay. And maybe Ron can give us a little trivia music in there when we... Oh, fantastic. All right. Number one. Yeah. Our Lady of Hope. I'm going to hope it's in Europe somewhere, but I don't know which country. You would be correct about Europe. It was in France. So my my standard guess is just going to be Europe, (laughs) by the way. You're just going to guess Europe (laughs) for everything? Yeah, if I don't know. Okay. Next, Our Lady of the Golden Heart. Also Europe. (laughs) (laughs) 
come on, like so many of these apparitions are all over like the little European countries. Okay, is it like the Netherlands, Belgium, Denmark? <gasps> it's Belgium. Oh, nice guess. Nice. Very nice. Only your second guess after you just <laughs> right, said Europe right. randomly. <laughs> We're getting better at this. Okay. Um, Our Lady of Gietzerwald. Gietzerwald. I'm going to say either Germany or Poland. Poland. You are rocking this. Very nice. good. Excellent. All right. Next is Our Lady of Good Help. Okay. This one I know. It's in Wisconsin. <gasps> Excellent. Of the United States in, in the Western Wisconsin. Hemisphere, <laughs> North America. I don't know latitude and longitude. She's got all of them <laughs> That down. one I know. I've had plenty of friends who have taken pilgrimages there. That's so a, That's a nice Midwestern yeah. Marian devotion to have, don't you yeah. think? Okay. Um, next is Our Lady of Zion. So based on Zion, I want to say somewhere in the Middle East, but I'm probably wrong because I don't think that there has been an apparition in like Syria or Israel. Mm-hmm. It is Italy. Know. Oh, huh. Yeah. So not. Hey, you know. See, no. you should have stuck with your Europe guess. I should have. <laughs> Europe. Somewhere in Europe. Europe. Our Lady of Happy Meetings. That is so fun. Is it Asia? Can it be Asia? Sadly, no. Oh. It was in France. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> so just, Our Lady likes to hang out in France. She's like, we're just back in France. <laughs> All right. What about Our Lady Mother of the World? This one I know too. It's Our Lady of Cabejo, isn't it? In yes. Rwanda. Yeah. Yes. I Excellent. do. I love Our Lady of Cabejo. So. Excellent. Yeah. Okay. So like two weren't in Europe, but only two. There's so many. There are so many. Like there's Our Lady of Levang in Vietnam. It was really difficult right? to make a short list for yeah. you. There are so, so many. And I think the beautiful thing about Mary is that everywhere she she shows up, yeah. <laughs> she's always um, dressed in a, in a way that's meaningful to the right, culture around Right, it's indigenous, her. right? Yes. She comes as us yes. she because she is our mother. mother. I think we're going to talk about this a little later too, but yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. And I think um, May is traditionally a very busy time. Oh, my gosh. For families everywhere. Oh, my goodness. Like the end of the school. So it's like every field trip, every party. Yes. Every everything. It's, all the homework that hasn't been done all year is finally due. You're finding things in the bottom of the backpacks. Oh, yeah. It is It is the marathon. Well, it's really like the sprint at the end mm-hmm. of the marathon, really, yeah. to that finish line of the school year. Yeah. But then we also, you know, like liturgically, we have like all the baptisms and first oh, communions right. and all the weddings that we're waiting until after Lent yeah. and the graduations and the baccalaureate masses, baby oh showers, summer it's vacations. Crazy. And, you know, uh, on top of all that, mm-hmm. we get to celebrate Mary. Yeah. Yes. But like, I feel like that's appropriate. It is. Like, she got all that. She's our mom. She loves this stuff. Right. And you're <laughs> telling me, like, Jesus wasn't running around doing all kinds of stuff, all kinds of places, and she was like, where are you now? Like, sure. what do we need to do? <laughs> so, Rocky, do yes. you have a particular devotion to Mary? Okay. So, um, I have gotten closer to Mary since having children, and especially since my own mother passed away. But... um. Maybe this will get my Catholic card taken away, but I don't have a particular devotion to Mary. But I also want to say, par- partially in my own defense, that I don't feel like you have to have a devotion to Mary to be a good Catholic. Like, I think that that gets sometimes tossed around, and she's a beautiful gift to us, and devotion to her is a beautiful thing. And there's so many different devotions, too. Like, it's not just the rosary. It's not just Our Lady Undoer of Knots. Like, there's so many beautiful devotions and prayers. 
and certainly I call on Our Lady for a lot of things. Um, but I also feel like for people who don't necessarily have that closest to Mary, there can sometimes be this feeling of like being sub-Catholic. Mm, yeah, that's yeah. I could see that where it's kind of assumed. I have definitely gotten closer to Our Lady since my mother has passed. And uh, there's a beautiful prayer from Mother Teresa that has been really, really close to my heart, which is Mary be a mother to me now. Mm. I love that one, too. Yeah. Yeah. So how about I you? Just, first off, I'd just like to point out that Rocky is saying all of this while wearing a necklace with Our Lady of Guadalupe on it. <laughs> this um, is true. I do love Our Lady of Guadalupe. Thank you. Okay. Like, <laughs> I don't have a particular devotion, okay. but I do have affinity toward and uh, fondness for a few different apparitions of, of Mary. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I can appreciate that. Yeah. Um, I... I did not really have a very close relationship with Mary until I was pregnant with my oldest son, who's now 15. Oh, gosh. How is he 15? I know. And how is he, like, 5'10 and wearing really tall. very large shoes <laughs> that I trip over? Oh, my over gosh. I just had to buy basis. my 10-year-old men's-sized shoes. What? Yeah. That's a story for another day. But, like, we should talk sometime about coping with having to buy multiple pairs of adult shoes. Yeah. It's, yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a thing. Right. Um, but Mary. Yeah, so um, so I really kind of cultivated a relationship with her while I was pregnant with my oldest son. Um, some of you may already know that I am adapted, and so getting pregnant with, with our first child mm-hmm. was a really uh, emotional experience for me mm-hmm. to have the first ever known genetically uh-huh. related to me relative come into being yeah. um, was really meaningful and, and also obviously can unearth a lot of other complicated feelings so um mary was was someone i could really cling to mm-hmm. you know and say you know help me wrap my head around this whole experience of motherhood mm-hmm. um around expectation and maybe even pressure to do things right yeah. um and i really believe that she was with me in that experience because my oldest even from the time he was very young has had a very uh, beautiful devotion to Mary as well. And oh. I think that kind of just was born from yeah. my prayer to her while he was still in the womb, which mm. was really beautiful. That's beautiful. I, yes, yes. And my youngest daughter, um, she has a really beautiful devotion to Mary and mm-hmm. St. Anne. Oh, Mary's I love mother. that relationship. Yes, yeah. she really loves that St. Anne is Jesus' grandma. She it, really loves. Isn't that beautiful? Jesus had a grandma. Yeah. Like, we don't think about that human part of Jesus sometimes. Yes. We lose that, but yeah, that, yeah. She that really is. loves to think about Mary as a child, and like being mm. being nurtured and being close to Saint Anne, and having that really nice mom and daughter relationship. That's something that she just really connects with. Oh, so. that's so sweet. Yeah, yeah. I know. Like when my middle child was, um, when my son was super little, we have a statue of Mary, and so he would go and kiss it and put the rosary on it and all of that. But um, I would say that Tim probably has a, more of a devotion to Mary than I do, and I. I think like for him, he says it's easier for him to be more intimate with, with Mary than it is to come close to Jesus. So I don't, mm. you know, interesting. I do think there's some appeal there because, you know, Mary gave Jesus this humanity. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. you can always talk to mom. Right, right. <laughs> and there's like a tenderness there. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, though, like as I've drawn closer to Mary, one thing I really appreciate is um, the quiet power in her meekness. Mm. Like, I think yeah. sometimes we can think meekness means that we need to be a wallflower. And she stood aside because this was, you know, this was about Jesus. All her life is devoted to being about Jesus. But there was power in every move she made. Like, it was intentional. Like, I mean, we're at the wedding at Cana, right? And she's yeah. like, hey, Jesus, they need wine. He's like, eh, 
not my time. And she was like, yeah, just do what he tells you. Fine. (laughs) Such a good mom. (laughs) And I know that's probably scripturally and theologically not exactly how it (laughs) happened. (laughs) But But it's nice to imagine that moment. Right. But like from that moment then to watching her son suffering on the road to Calvary, like I identify with the maternal, now that I have children, like I identify with those very human maternal feelings that Mary must have felt. Mm-hmm. Like the mama bear right? experience. But then sure. like I get that mama bear thing too to like, okay, that's where my power is coming from. Like I'm going to stay at that cross. Yeah. I'm going to take care of his friends. Like I'm going to feed them. I'm going to make sure that they're okay, even if they're hiding out while all the other stuff is happening. Mm. But she is like, she's gentle and she's humble, but like not a, not a wallflower. And I love how so... Typical Catholic fashion, right? There are so many different ways that we can draw close to her. Like, there's not just one way. There's not just one devotion. There's not just one prayer. There are so many different ways to call on her intercession. Yeah. Yeah. I think this week is a really great time to talk about a few of them that are Mm -hmm. most common and really most accessible, too, I think. Um, With the birth of the internet, obviously, there's there's plenty of ways to find different ways of And we can have our own special unique one. Yes. That's the other beauty of it. Like, we don't have to go with something that's already been written. Yeah, sure. She'll come to us in our need. Sure. So when we were talking about having an episode that really focused in on Mary, mm-hmm. um, I thought of kind of like three big ways that people connect with her mm-hmm. most frequently in our faith tradition. And one is like, you know, reflecting or meditating on her experience mm-hmm. through scripture, through prayer. Um, and then the second one would be the rosary, obviously. obviously. <laughs> right. um, and then the last one will be a consecration to Mary. Okay. And so those are the three that kind of, I think, we see and hear mm-hmm. about most frequently. So I mm-hmm. thought we would maybe just touch on those a little bit. Okay. Talk about what what's out there for families if they want to try one of these as a family. Yeah. Or if, you know, a mom or a dad wants to try this on their own, of course. Yeah. And I think, like, for us, a beautiful way to think of it is Mary is the matriarch of our family, right? Like, yeah. She is great, 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 a lot greats grandma (laughs) to us yes yes absolutely so let's talk about this idea of meditating or reflecting Mm. on mary's experience you know Mm -hmm. you can do this when we read scripture when when we hear about her in the gospels in particular um but for our family especially when the kids are little Mm -hmm. i think a really nice way to do this just kind of on the go like in everyday life is um to reflect on mary in in little conversations you know like uh we wash the altar linens every Mm -hmm. few weeks at for church so like when you're not repairing them (laughs) when i'm not repairing them yes and so like i'll be washing altar linens and we'll talk about like what it might have been like for mary to wash jesus's laundry Um, you know, how did Mary uh, and Joseph and Jesus pray together before they eat dinner yeah. or before they went to bed? Um, just those little yeah. comments here and there, kind of drawing the kids into thinking about, number one, Mary as a real person. Sure. Um, but then also, like, what family life might have been like for the Holy Family mm-hmm. and how we can strive to be more like the Holy Family in those little ways. Absolutely. Right? No Mary putting Jesus to bed. Tucking him in. Right. Did Jesus get up six times for a drink of water? <laughs> I don't Did he I have a bad know. dream and right? come climb into bed yeah. with them? Yes. Yeah. Like, those are beautiful things to meditate on as, as a family. Um, like, 
for me personally, and I do this with my older kids sometimes, is um, I prefer to take a look at Mary in the Gospels and doing like a Lexio Divina or some form of Lexio Divina with that, you know, taking a look at the Annunciation. What must Mary have felt like to have this unexpected thing happen to her? And then what was her response in the Magnificat? Like, what a great response. And am I living out my response to God in the way that Mary did? Or then the visitation. I love the visitation and meditating on the visitation, just taking a look at, you know, Mary and Elizabeth both expecting and this age difference between them is, you know, not, not ridiculous, but like it's, it's huge. You know, Elizabeth yeah. thinking she would never have children and Mary not have, have expecting to be pregnant at mm-hmm. that age. And just the beauty of the gift of those relationships. And are we as moms, no matter what our situation or age, I happen to have been a little older when I had my, my babies, um, but not letting that come, and not letting that get in the way of being able to recognize God at work in someone else's motherhood. Yeah. Or being able to lift one another up in that to proclaim the gospel by the vocation and and motherhood that we have been given, whatever nature that is. Whether we are old or young, adoptive, godparent, support, well, you know. I think there are so many ways for us to, to share our motherhood in a spiritual motherhood that we're all called to as well. Um, so I, I do like reflecting on that and taking a look at motherhood as, as nurturing and then ex- asking my children, like, how do they nurture their friendships? Yeah, that is actually a really good thought. The idea that Mary models so many different forms of relationship for mm-hmm. us, um, because just like in the Holy Family, our relationship with our children is really the first place they learn how to have right. a relationship and what that can look like mm-hmm. and and what a loving, nurturing relationship is um, as opposed to anything else. So that's a really good thought because she does model that in so many different ways. She does. And I think sometimes when I feel like I'm really failing as a parent, which is often because it's tough. And I think that we set our expectations for ourselves really high if we're invested. Yeah. Right? Like, we care, and that's why we think we're failing. But then, like, to hear them mimic something back when they're talking with their friends or they're talking with one another, to see that they're picking up on the little things. Sure. Maybe we're still having those bigger arguments and frustrations. (laughs) (laughs) And no, you don't need to be on TikTok. But in the little things to hear them then come back and nurture one another or encourage one another or laugh with one another or, you know, say something you've heard yourself say mm. and be like, in 20 years, you're going to like really, like <laughs> you're going to have a facepalm moment where you're going to be like, I sound like my mother. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, looking at Mary as our mother and how might we sound like her and that being a good thing. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing that I love, and we talked about this a little earlier too, are the different apparitions and the fact that she comes to us how we are. You know, Mm -hmm. like she really is our mother. When Jesus gives her to us, he gives her to the whole world. And so, you know, you mentioned Our Lady of Guadalupe. Yes, I I love Our Lady of Guadalupe. I love Our Lady of Guadalupe. Right, but what I love, love, love is that she comes to Juan Diego very much as someone he would recognize Mm -hmm. and not as... Who you know whatever some foreigner right right he she comes in the minutest details yeah of how she appears that he would recognize not just her but Jesus yes within her but then you know you also have Our Lady of Lavang in Vietnam you've got Our Lady of Capejo which we also mm-hmm. talked about in Rwanda Our Lady of Valencani in India mm-hmm. there is there is nowhere that Mary 
is not. Yeah. And, and, she's, and she and she always is one of us when yes. she comes. And yeah. it's so familiar. And yeah. it's, there, it's only natural that we would want to be drawn right. to her because she is part of our family in some way. Right. And so while I, I think I think of devotion as having like this particular, this is who I come to in prayer all the time. Yeah. But I do, I have an affinity and a love of Mary. Mm-hmm. And I hope that what I pass along to my children is that same idea that we can come to Mary when we need to be nurtured, when we, when we need to be wrapped and mm-hmm. comforted. You know, that idea of being wrapped in Mary's mantle and kept safe and meditating on that. That as she is wrapping us in her mantle, it's like when we do the bear hugs as a family where I've got a blanket around me and I've got one kid and the other kid comes in sandwiches. Mm-hmm. But like, it's like a group hug with Mary and Jesus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I like that. Wrapped in a blanket, maybe not a tortilla blanket. <laughs> Then it would be more like a burrito. Right. Maybe a really big burrito. Okay. All right, moving on. (laughs) Let's talk about the rosary. Yeah. My family prayed the rosary during Lent. We prayed the the, uh, Sorrowful Mysteries of the Rosary all through Lent. Um, But if you have tiny people and a whole rosary feels like a lot, number one, I want to suggest that you find an audio version of the rosary to keep you on track because the kids can interrupt you very quickly. But you can keep listening and praying even Mm -hmm. if kids are moving and that's totally yeah. fine yeah um but also just start small and increase when you are able yeah when your kids are prepared for that you could start with just you know half of a decade or one decade it does not have to be anything more than what you can handle right then mm-hmm. um and i also find that when they're little pictures are very helpful yes like a photo for each mystery is really helpful for the kids to kind of say this is what we're what we're meditating on while yeah. we pray these Hail Marys. We're going to think about this. And if you've got active kids, I would suggest coloring sheets. Oh, yes. Because they can pray as they color, and so they're kind of distracted in the coloring, so they're not distracting you by screaming at each other or <laughs> asking, which one are we on now? Which one are we on now? Which one are we on now? Oh, that's another really important pro tip that we have always used in our house. If you get lost, mm-hmm. go to the next decade and wait. Yep. Very important pro tip. <laughs> very, very important. So it's kind of like that. Are we there yet? <laughs> yeah, rosary style. Wait, how many beads are we in? Okay, now I gotta count them. Oh, but by the time I counted to that one, now you've gone to the next one. <laughs> just Seriously, go to the next go. decade yeah. and wait for me. We will get there. And yeah. then as soon as you hear us start that, our father, now you know where we are. <laughs> <laughs> that is indeed a pro tip. Now we kind of adopted the rosary as like a family ministry uh, many years ago in the ki- the first. Ki- Kids were really young, and it was right around the time I started doing more like ministry things on social media. And so I would just post, we're doing a family rosary, and so we would ask people's prayer requests. Yeah. And so that has become for us, the rosary has become a way for us to offer something back That's to our so community, nice. too. And our kids get in on that. And your kids are interceding. They are, They're 100%. For other so, like, before we begin our rosary, now we ask them for one thing. Otherwise, it's like a half hour of all the things they want to pray for. <laughs> yes. <laughs> But, you know, and then and then we do. We, we offer that rosary as a family, no matter how grumpy people are as we're praying it. And it's a beautiful thing. And I think the other thing is don't ask for perfection. You're not going to get it from right. your kids. It's just not going to happen. If they're grumpy, whatever. If they're running around, that's okay. There have been times where I've put dots on the floor and I make them move during the Hail Mary. Sure. Or we've had, like, the teething rosary. Yep. And so they're chewing on the rosary while we're praying. The oldest one picked that up the other day. And mm-hmm. was like, really? She's like, I don't know. I just grabbed one. I'm like, oh, yeah. Uh, okay. My 15-year-old had the big wooden bead yeah. one 
last time we did whatever it too. Whatever it takes. Whatever, whatever you feel. We, yeah. Yes. And, and I'm sure many of you listening have like a bucket of I rosaries know. somewhere <laughs> in your home. Because it is the Catholic gift. <laughs> it is the classic Catholic gift. Right. Um, my kids never had really like nice rosaries uh, before. Mm-hmm. It was not something we gave them at First Holy Communion. Okay. Which I know that probably makes us an oddity. In the we Catholic did it world. because everyone else did. Yes. So um, this Easter, actually, they all got one. And oh. and I found a lovely uh, small business where a lady makes them herself. And yeah. so they all got one with, you know, their their patron or mm-hmm. a saint that really means something to them in the centerpiece. And they had colors that were meaningful yeah. to them. Uh, and they love, they love it. There like are they, so many small little Catholic businesses yes. that will do that. So many little rosary makers that, yes. I, that I love. So, like, definitely invest in one mm-hmm. that's meaningful that's beautiful that makes you want to pray yeah. <laughs> and like i have a friend a couple of friends who do like hidden rosaries or rosary wall rosaries that are more oh, modern yeah. yeah um and so if this is a devotion that is important to your family there are ways that you can make that present in your home visually sure. as well sure well let's talk about consecration i think that's another big one that a lot of our listeners have probably maybe tried before or with kids yeah. maybe uh, marrying consecration is a little bit more challenging depending on the age level of the kids mm-hmm. and where you might be on your faith journey yeah i know some people find it challenging to even think about the idea of consecrating themselves to mary i think that i would maybe be there in my catholicity <laughs> um I that is not something that is ever called to me. Yeah, understandable. While I love some of the resources that are out there and they're really pretty, and I kind of wish it called to me because I'm like, oh, this would be so cute. But to have in yeah, home. But I definitely yes, and I definitely don't uh, don't recommend taking on a consecration if it's not something that you feel personally called right. to do. Definitely right. take that to prayer and and wait for wait for an invitation. Yeah, to do it. My family did the Marian consecration for families with young children from mm-hmm. Colleen Pressbridge. I, that that is the resource where I'm like, I really want this because yes. it's so pretty. Yes, we we did this uh, um, consecration in uh, during COVID mm. in October, the month of the Rosary. We started oh, wow. right before um, October, and it was a really beautiful experience for us. Number one, because we were all kind of still trapped inside in a lot of ways. Um, and we were we were in like remote school and uh, there there were some things a little more open, but not too many. But what we really loved about it, and I, I'm guessing this is what appealed to you, is yeah. that, again, the diversity of the artwork, oh, the yeah. images of Mary were from all over the world. It was really beautifully done. The reflection questions are perfect for just about any range mm-hmm. in age of children. Um, and and kind of like the the prayers and the reflections inside there were very true to real life experiences. Right. So if it's something you it feel is, called to do as a family, I highly recommend Colleen Press. Beautifully, Bridges. beautifully done. It is just again like something that has not set on my heart. It's sure. something the Lord is asking of us right now. Yeah. That could change. I didn't used to like Our Lady Underwear of Knots. Oh. And it's something the Lord has been placing on my heart in the last few weeks. We could so, have like a whole right? episode on Our Lady I'm a little Underwear scared of, of Our Lady Underwear of Knots because <laughs> you and I are both crafters. Like we know, we <laughs> yes. sew, we knit, we crochet. We know when you're undoing a knot, it is super messy. And I'm like, I don't need more mess, Jesus. Yes. I'm kind of good, Mary. Honestly, I think if I were... If there, were, if there were ever a new apparition or a new devotion to Mary that yeah. really spoke to me, it would be like Our Lady with a Seam Ripper. <laughs> <laughs> Our Lady, who is like one of the Mr. Clean Erasers. Yes. For the wall, 
Yes. <laughs> Our Lady of Magic Eraser. Yes. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Right. But you're absolutely right. These are. This isn't something that we do so that we can check something off of a list right. for our, our Catholic prayer mm-hmm. toolbox. You know, the Lord calls us into these devotions. They're yeah. meant to be ways for us to draw closer to Jesus. Yeah. So if one of these sounds really interesting to you, um, we encourage you to try it because maybe that is yeah. the Lord speaking to you. You know, the, the Lord speaks to us in our desire. Yeah. And he calls us to things, you know, through our own gifts and, and our right. own talents and, and things that, that we find attractive yeah. about our faith. So definitely don't be afraid to try them, but don't try them if you don't like them. Right. <laughs> and I would say if there's not a devotion in particular that is drawing you in this month of Mary, maybe check out a new apparition that you haven't heard of. Yeah. And learn about what Mary has meant to the people of that area of the or world, or the names for Mary in the yeah. litany. Yes, there's there's so, so many, many ways. different ways to to find to learn something new about Mary and and to to draw ever closer to her. And and obviously the the, the long game right. is that you would draw closer to her right. son. <laughs> it's a short game too. It's just that is the game. It is a short game. You're right. <laughs> that is. It's just that's the whole game. The game. Right. That's right. Mary is, about it. Right. It is, that is it. So our challenge for you this week is really to take some time pray with your family and choose any way that works best for you to honor Mary this May. It might not be any of these three things. It might not. It might be a simple effort to pray the Hail Mary. It might be a simple effort to stop by and see her image in church Mm. before or after mass. It could be any simple thing. It might be asking for intercession when you can't find your kid anywhere. (laughs) Although we hope that doesn't actually happen to you. (laughs) So when they're playing hide and seek and (laughs) we're just done seeking, (laughs) may Mary help you find them. Yeah, so very real here. And and Rocky, you mentioned this so beautifully earlier. Like we're not trying to set the bar super duper high where you can't reach it at all. We're trying to say. In fact, I I would like to eliminate the bar entirely. There is no bar. Yes, just hold out your hand. Yeah. And and he will come to you. He will send his mother for you sometimes. She will. She's so gentle. (laughs) Yes. So with that, thank you for listening to Beyond Sunday. Wherever you are in your relationship with Mary, we hope you find comfort in her motherly care as she leads us closer to her son. Find more episodes at 52sundays.com slash podcast or subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.